Greetings, most excellent Theophilus. Grace and peace to you from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That was not my best intro, but anyways, there are more pressing matters than my consistency or inconsistency <laughs> in uh, doing the intro. Get it while you still can. Alpha and Omega Ministries video ADE. Um, what, what were the other topics on that video? That's that's the first thing is ADE that he discusses. Uh, Litton. Okay, yeah, I was right. It's uh, ADE uh, Litton and uh, Hank Hanegraaff or responding to. Yeah. Get it while you still can because YouTube is taking down, working towards taking down every video that negatively mentions. Uh, the vaccine. In that video, uh, James White reads an article. <clears throat> as many such articles, well, it's an article from the UK, I believe, uh, as many such articles are arriving, uh, arising, and contrary to the news outlets, um, many people are personally testifying, <clears throat> that the vaccines are resulting in Problems. Let's take a quick look at what ADE is. ADE, antibody-dependent enhancement, sometimes less precisely called immune enhancement or disease enhancement, is a phenomenon in which the binding of a virus to sub-suboptimal antibodies enhances its entry into host cells. So, what the vaccine is, what's basically happening is um, your antibodies are being trained. Now, I know I'm not going to be using precise language on this because I did not do that great in science class, <laughs> so my exact terminology is not going to be the best. Um, um, basically, the vaccine's training your antibodies, uh, or training your body with the antibodies, for one strain of the disease, for the particular spike protein. So, when a different strain <clears throat> with different spike proteins, comes along, um, your immune system is like, oh, I know you, and I have the defense for you. Uh, but the disease is like, haha, no you don't. That's a different strain. Um, so, it's causing, it's basically, it's, it's causing immunocompromisation. Um, and in general, it's, um, there's people who get the double dose and it completely throws their immune system into a tailspin. Um, you can look this up. You can. I, I've sent you to an article. That's it's an article. <laughs> Someone's reading it, but uh, you can go from there and you can look it up. Um, these days, we we just we need to put aside Pravda. Um, Pravda is not Pravda. Truth is not truth anymore. When the news outlets are behind it. But no, I'm I'm very concerned. I regret that at the start of the pandemic, I was happy and waiting for the uh, the vaccine. But the more I thought about it, the more I've heard about it, <clears throat> the more I've critically contemplated the ramifications of what we're doing. The more and more I am absolutely mortified by the reality of the situation. Uh, when you hear about it causing blood clotting in nursing children, 
uh, when you hear about it causing interruptions with women's menstrual cycle, we don't know what the end result of that is going to be because we have three to five years, three to five years to know the how this may negatively impact us. We ain't there yet. It was pushed out in months. It's still in the early stages. I'm not anti-vax. I plan to get the flu shot once they make them available. I have all of my other vaccines. Tdap, rubella, polio, ev like everything. Um, but I, I mean, I'll be happy to take the vaccine in three to five years if there is one that we know is not going to have long-term negative effects. Uh, but so far, the evidence we're seeing is alarming. <clears throat> it is alarming. It is problematic. And my stance on it used to be, uh, before yesterday, it used to be, um, be cautious. Look, weigh the consequences, weigh the possibilities, pros, cons. Um, weigh your situation. Um... But as of what I've heard, um, I can't in good conscience endorse anyone to, to get it. I cannot, out of good conscience. Um, it's, it sounds too, too risky, too dangerous. <laughs> I, I cannot in good conscience recommend anyone even contemplating becoming a part of this live uh, clinical trial. For fear of the, the, our ability as a society to continue existing, um, to continue thriving, living, um, this, this troubles me deeply. And I get that's not going to be everyone's experience of receiving the two dosages, although we're not going to know, again, for at least three to five years, what the long-term effects may be, <laughs> so... I, it's kind of like I can't endorse someone playing Russian roulette. Yeah, you might survive. You might also shoot yourself in the temple. Uh, so, yeah. Which, note to like the three to five people who will see this. <laughs> uh, it's entirely possible the way our world is going that this video or this whole show will get ostracized or negatively impacted because of what I've just said. Um, that's fine. That's Blessed are you when people persecute you, says our Lord. I'm not afraid to fall, but I'm going to fall standing, and with my sword in hand, I wave around my Nestle Alond. <clears throat> Which, speaking of textual criticism, the um, Editio Critico Mayor of Mark uh, has been released. Um, brief summary of that, there's this new thing called the coherent, uh, coherency-based genealogical method. So, uh, textual criticism, <clears throat> collating manuscripts, comparing them, checking for internal consistency, very taxing on the human brain. Um, not very taxing on a computer. <laughs> uh, and so there, there are really smart people in Munster, Germany who have been using computers 
um, to look at all of the data and to compare manuscripts and to go, all right, the ones that are consistent at this point, they have this as the primary reading and here and here and here. So we can study text types and we can, there's no new data. There's, there's nothing, <clears throat> there's nothing changing. Uh, we're having greater light shed on what we already knew. Uh, we already knew about the textual variant in Mark 1.1, 1, 1, um, the gospel of Jesus Christ variant, the Son of God. Is it supposed to be there? Um, given the further examination from a mind much more powerful than a human to examine the plethora of manuscripts. Uh, yes, that's a consistent reading. Huh, guess what? Most people accepted that as the proper reading. Uh, except for, I guess, Bart Ehrman. Uh, <laughs> I certainly accepted it as the sound and proper reading. And what light has been shed on that? That, yes, we were right. <laughs> wow. Funny that. Uh, now, according to some of my TR-only friends, um, oh, this is, this is terrible. This is awful. This, you can never have a, uh, a Greek text, apparently, because it's always going to be changing. Um... And, you know, James White said he's going to have to change his book, um, even though um, the only reason he has to change it's if he said if he ever does a revision of the King James only controversy, uh, he's going to have to uh, change references to the um, Alexandrian text type um, because studies have shown that that's not really... Um, not really a text type, that it's a lot more complicated than that, uh, which is not a problem. Uh, literally nothing about the actual data of the New Testament uh, changes based on that reality. Uh, the only thing that changes is how we categorize variants. The variants are still the same. Uh, we're just now, we just now can't, uh, in good conscience, in full honesty, say, oh, this is the Alexandrian text type, that's where this is coming from, because it's, it's more complicated. Uh, than, than that. Nothing is changing other than the way in which we're describing the text. Um, the text is, like I said, still the text. So it's, it's the due diligence of any scholar when proper clarified information comes along to correct their unclarified statements. That's it's due diligence of scholarship. Don't don't let text onlyists, text traditionalists scare you into thinking blue book bad because the Alon twenty eight is blue. <laughs> I think the Credo Editio uh, Mayor is as well. <clears throat> In other news, I gave up reading uh, Chosen but Free. Started reading the Potter's Freedom uh, because I I finished uh, his section basically on Calvinism and everything it my my assessment last week was thorough enough it's um I found out just after recording that episode that um Geisler um as of 2019 has no longer been with us so um had I known that I would have said uh rest in peace uh a little bit more um but 
I still, that does not excuse the fact that this man did not understand and would not grant what Calvinists actually say in regards to what we believe about the doctrines of grace, tulip, um, and about what the sovereignty of God means, about what our deadness in sin entails, um, about what irresistible grace means. And still, you cannot hold to the position he expressed, given his third chapter. It's, I'd love to use chapter three of Chosen But Free to um, show someone about the sovereignty of God over everything, even the actions of man, as Geisler foolhardily showed there, whilst trying to argue that God is not sovereign over the action of man. And I might, I might put down Potter's freedom and pick back up uh, the King James Only controversy or um, Scripture Alone, which I haven't started reading, um, or perhaps whatever Christian needs to know about the Quran, um, <clears throat> because I, um, at this point, yeah, the thrust of my ability to focus on something, to read it, to truly engage with it well, um, is that my brain is absorbing it for the process of doing uh, apologetics and expressing uh, my, well, <clears throat> for, for defending the faith. Um, and while Potter's freedom is really good, um, James is not saying anything in here that I could not already um, synthesize from the data I know myself. Uh, so far. He's he's just presenting it. He's presenting more passages uh, to support uh, certain elements than I, I thought. Um, for example, I didn't know about this passage until he brought it up. <clears throat> Jeremiah 13, uh, 20, uh, 23, he quotes this on page 80, uh, Potter's Freedom. Uh, Can the Ethiopian change his skin or the leopard his spots? <laughs> then you also can do good, who are accustomed to doing evil. Um, talking about um, the total depravity of man, our total inability to change um, ourselves, the fact that we are slaves to sin. Um, the, the Ethiopian can't change his skin, the leopard can't change his spots, those who are evil uh, do not, cannot change their ways. And that's this is a good and beautiful resource. I'm contemplating giving it to my pastor, for Pastor Appreciation Month. I'll probably buy him a copy, though, because this one's been dirtied <clears throat> at work. And I could use a copy for myself uh, for purposes. Um, I, I may almost have to restart reading the King James Only Controversy uh, to properly get back into it so that all of the information is being coherently taken in um, and to refresh uh, what I've already learned from it, um, I <laughs> started a video. Uh, I started a series on TikTok about uh, the Reformation because it's Reformation Month. Uh, so every day, all month, I'm going to be talking about the Reformation, um, and i had to look up the book to make sure i it's funny because i this is the thing of i i i do remember i have a pretty good ability of recall if if it makes it past my short-term memory um my long-term memory is concrete um so 
but I'll, I'll doubt myself because I know sometimes I get things incorrect. Uh, so I, I, I second guessed myself. I, I remembered that it, the name was Lorenzo Valla, but I had to double check to be sure. Um, so I, I proved, proved my memory to be sharp. <laughs> I've been doing, did I tell you I was doing a, did I tell you Theophilus I was doing a read through of the Torah? I'm currently in Exodus 8, uh, reading through a chapter a day at work, at lunch. Um, Genesis is interesting. You, you really, you understand better how, um, God had to be merciful and gracious. He could not have chosen us based on anything he found in us. Look at the life of Jacob. Um, Jacob really doesn't do anything, um, <laughs> that great. Uh, <clears throat> He, he's the usurper. He's the one who grasps the ankle uh, from the womb. Um, he He's led into sin by his mother to steal um, the birthright um, of Esau. He, he flees. Um, he gets cheated. That's a little unfortunate. Um, on He gets... Would that be properly called sister wives? Um, <laughs> he marries two daughters of this one man. Um, and he flees and he knows his brother wants to kill him. And it's really, he... He, he doesn't really do much that praiseworthy throughout his life. Uh, if you look at him. Uh, he loved, I mean, he loved his son. I guess that's pretty... Um, good, but other, other than that, it's like, if you read his life, it's, 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 it's clear God chose him according to God's purpose and not according to anything good in Jacob. Um, so you're thinking about other things to address. Pray. Pray for our sorry nation that God has mercy. That God strengthens the resolve of his saints, weakens the wickedness of the forces working to destroy freedom, working to destroy the economy, working to destroy um, this nation. Um, because it, it's... It's only by the grace of God that that's going to happen. In him restraining the evil, the wickedness of a society that says you can kill him all the way up until the baby's finally born. Um, but the rapist should not have the death penalty. Even though that's 1% of cases. Um that says, uh, well, they're trying to pass a bill um, that will basically say they can bankrupt a business if it doesn't want to comply with the uh, vaccine mandates of Biden. Um, it's wicked. Wicked as the day is long. Um, 
And it's only by God's grace that we're going to overcome it. <clears throat> um, and uh, other nations are standing up. Australia, Bulgaria, um, China, um, pray, praise God, um, may wicked governments decrease, that God's glory may increase. Um, America used to be a haven for those fleeing communism, and sadly, communism is now nested in the heart of our government. Um, the enemy is no longer at the gate. Um, we are at the gate, watching the enemy prowl around as a hungry lion, devouring whomsoever it can, while the gates are still locked. Um, I... Contemplate sometimes when I think too much, <laughs> which is all the time. Um, what if, what if Theophilus, someday, when everything is said and done, we find ourselves in the early church, that so much time comes to pass, um, that we are still qualified as early church. Wouldn't that, that that's, that'd be a profound testimony of God's glory and his working with people from age to age. Um, and it's a much, a much healthier thought than the escapist view that thinks the rapture is right around the corner, um, that the tribulations, that takes revelation literally, even though that doesn't work. Um, the church has believed it's the last generation from the first generation of her. Um, I think it's only wise and healthy to acknowledge the reality. Um, We've been around for almost 2,000 years, and the Lord has not uh, returned. Uh, he's tarried, we, he's been tarrying with us quite some time. Um, I believe he can tarry longer. He could, I mean, hey, he could come back tomorrow. He could come back right now. Um, um, amen. <laughs> But it's an unhealthy mindset to think, oh, the world's going downhill, but that's fine because we're just, you know, the rapture's about to happen, um, things like that. It's, we need to prepare for the next generation. We need to arm our children with the defense of the faith that's going to keep them Christian uh, when school tries to indoctrinate them, when college tries to... Um, cookie cut, tries to snip out um, entire swaths of their belief. Um, uh, we can't, we can't roll over and submit. We can't 
allow ourselves to be in that mindset of, oh, it'll be fine. Um, the early church didn't act that way. Um, Paul says to, um, that's Jude, Jude says to contend for the faith once delivered to the saints. We're to contend for it. We're to confront those who oppose. We're, we're to correct those who oppose. Um, we are to teach the word, being profitable in and out of season. Um, we need to be active. We, the days of being idle are gone. And frankly, they're gone because we were idle. You know the churches that are statistically doing the worst? They're the churches that compromise the gospel. They're the churches that are progressive, <clears throat> that are liberal. Um, conservative churches are actually doing better. Churches that firmly stand for the word. Um, and we need to do that if we're going to make it through this. Um, what's the line from Martin Luther's A Mighty Fortress is Our God? Ein Feste Berg? Uh, <clears throat> Let's see. <clears throat> and though this world with devils filled should threaten to undo us, we will not fear, for God has willed his truth to triumph through us. I'd sing that, but for the sake of my Spotify listeners, um, I know they're going to completely destroy the audio segment that I were to do that in. But uh, I, <laughs> I wholeheartedly believe what Luther wrote there. Um, Uh, in other news, before we get to our daily reading, um, I was on the podcast, uh, I was on a podcast of one, uh, Pastor Brett Walker, um, it's on YouTube now, I'm trying to remember what it was called, um, I can get that to you later on in the program, but, uh, yeah, he interviewed me about apologetics, um, and my life and whatnot. Uh, alrighty, I'm going to transition over to Matthew chapter 4. We'll see how far we get. Maybe we'll go into 5. Alrighty. <sighs> Alrighty. <clears throat> Took a little bit longer break than I expected. I sort of uh, started reminiscing old times. <laughs> and uh, I guess you could say a mental health break was taken. Anyways. I mean, really, I, I am doing this from the room that um, I've spent a lot of leisure time of my life. Uh, my parents' bedroom, uh, now we're down to just one desk, but when I was younger, there were two desks. And the game shelf um, was uh, where our printer is now. Um, can't for the life of me remember what was where the game shelf is now. Um the window in front of us. I opened up the window, that's what started it. I started thinking about, started reminding me of the old days before the dark times, before the empire. Sorry, Star Wars, 
Star Wars joke. Anyways. Ah, okay. So, we left off with the baptism of Christ. <clears throat> the oneness destruction passage. God, the Son, goes into the water, comes up from the water, cough, uh, credo baptism of immersion. Um, the Holy Spirit lights upon him as a dove, the Holy Spirit of God, God the Holy Spirit, and God the Father speaks from heaven. This is my Son in whom I'm well pleased. Which leads us right into, Then Jesus was led up into the wilderness by the Spirit to be tempted by the devil. And having fasted forty days and forty nights, um, <laughs> after which he was hungry. No, I couldn't imagine. Verse 3, and having come, um, the tempting one, or in the tempting one having come to him, he said, If you are the Son of God, speak, in order that the stones, in order that these stones will become loaves of bread. Uh, but answering, he, Jesus, said, It is written, Not by bread alone shall the man live, uh, shall live the man but by every word coming out of the mouth of God. Brief aside, where do we hear the words coming out of the breath of God, the mouth of God? The rhema, uh, the word, scripture, scripture. <clears throat> no, if you listen close enough, you're not going to hear a little whisper. <laughs> um, not not really. Uh, you'll see God responding and speaking to you through how uh, through life, but um, it's not like calling someone on the phone. Um, chapter five. Uh, then, uh, then the devil takes him into the holy city and sets him upon the pinnacle of the temple. And says to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down. For it has been written, um, To the angels of him he will give orders concerning you. And in their hands they will bury you up. Um, not ever, uh, not never uh, you strike against the stone uh, your foot. Which this is an Old Testament quotation. Psalm 91. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. He will say to Yahweh, My refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. For he who delivers you from the snare of the trapper and from the deadly pestilence, he will cover you uh, with his pinions. And under his wings you may seek refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and a bulwark. You will not be afraid of terror by night, or the arrow that flies by day, of the pestilence that stalks in darkness, or of the destruction that lays waste at noon. A thousand may fall at your side, and ten thousand may fall at your right hand. I'm double-checking, making sure this is the right... Right one. Yep, yep, this is the right one. Uh, a thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand. Um, oops. Oh, hold on. 
Sorry, I used my phone as a bookmark and I was beginning to ruin a page. <clears throat> um, eight, you will look on with your eyes and see the recompense of the wicked. For you have made Yahweh my refuge, even the most high your dwelling place. No evil will befall you, nor will any plague come near your tent. For he will give his angels charge concerning you to guard you in all your ways that they will bear you up in their hands, that you will not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread upon the lion and the cobra. The young lion and the serpent will be. you will trample down. Because he has loved me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him surely on high, because he has known my name. He will call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue and honor him. With long life I will satisfy him. And let him see my salvation. So here we say, see Satan quoting scripture. Even the devil knows scripture. And what does Christ say in response? <clears throat> Said to him, Jesus, again, it has been written, not shall you test the Lord your God. Um, again, takes him the devil. So there's his response to temptation. Come on, Jesus. Look at what this psalm says about you. Because you love God, he's not going to let any evil befall you. So go, jump, and the angels will catch you. And Jesus says, yeah, it also says not to test the Lord your God. <clears throat> so, yeah, Jesus has protection. But uh, shall we, it's, I mean, it's not the same, but it's the similar thought of shall we sin that grace may abound all the more by no means. Um. Just because these things are true doesn't mean we are to abuse them. Um, so, in response to that, in verse 8, uh, again, uh, the devil takes him to a mountain exceedingly high and shows him all the kingdoms of the world uh, and the glory of them. And he says, These things I will give you, if falling down you worship me. Then says to him, Jesus, get you away, Satan, for it has been written, The Lord... The Lord your God shall you worship, and him alone shall you serve. Uh, then, then the devil leaves him, and behold, the angels came and were ministering to him. <clears throat> it should be noted that Jesus will receive worship throughout the Gospels. Um, <laughs> so, Jesus, the uh, Trinitarian monotheist, there's only one God to worship. Lord God. <clears throat> so, verse 12. Having heard now... Uh, sorry. Yeah, no. Having heard now that John had been delivered up, he withdrew into Galilee. And having, less, le lest, having left Nazareth, uh, having come, he dwelt at Capernaum, which is on the side of the sea in the region of Zebulun and Nephalti, or Nephtali. In order that it might be fulfilled, uh, that having been spoken by the prophet of Isaiah, saying, The land of Zebulun and the land of Nephalti, uh, the way of the sea beyond the Jordan and Galilee of the Gentiles. Uh, the people sitting, uh, the people, the ones sitting in the darkness, a light, they have a great light they have seen. And to those sitting in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned on them. That is Isaiah 9, 12. 
which Isaiah 9 is a really good passage in general. Oh, I'm sorry, I read that wrong. That's Isaiah uh, 9, 1 and 2. So let's read up to verse... Eh, we'll see. <clears throat> but there will be no more gloom uh, for her who is in English, was in English. In earlier times, he treated the land of Zebulun and the land of Nephalti with contempt. Uh, but, but later on, he shall make it glorious by way of the sea, on the other side of the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. The people who walk in darkness will see a great light. Those who live in the dark land, a light will shine upon them. You shall multiply the nation, verse 3, you shall multiply the nation. You shall increase her gladness. They will be glad in your presence with a gladness of harvest. As men rejoice when they divide the spoil. For you shall break the yoke of their burden off and the, staff, uh, the burden and the staff on their shoulders. Uh, the rod of their oppressor as, the, as at the battle of Midian. For every boot of the booted warrior in the battle of tumult and the cloak rolled in blood will be for the burning of fuel for the fire for a child will be born to us a son will be given to us and the government will rest upon his shoulders his name shall be called wonderful counselor mighty god father of eternity prince of peace there will be no end to the increase of his government or of peace on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and uphold it with justice and righteousness from then on and forevermore. The zeal of Yahweh of hosts will accomplish this. Actually, I think I'm just going to read this whole thing because it sounds, it has some interesting applications. <clears throat> the Lord sends a messenger against Jacob and it falls on Israel and all the people know it. That is, Ephraim and the inhabitants of Samaria, asserting in pride and in arrogance of heart. The bricks have fallen down, but we will rebuild them with smooth stones. The sycamores have been cut down, but we shall replace them with cedars. Uh, fun cross-reference for behemoth being referred to as like a cedar. Um for poetic language. Anyways, verse 11. Therefore Yahweh rises against them, adversaries from resin and spur and spurs on their... Uh, sorry, raises against them adversaries from resin and spurs their enemies on. The Arameans on the east and the Philistines on the west, and they devour Israel with gaping jaws. In spite of all this, his anger does not turn away, and his hand is still stretched out. Yet the people do not turn back to him uh, who struck them, nor do they seek Yahweh of hosts. So Yahweh cuts off the head and tail from Israel, both palm branch and bulrush in a single day. The head, of, uh, the head is the elder and honorable man, and the prophet who teaches falsehood is the tail. For those who guide this people are leading them astray, and those who are guided by them are brought to confusion. Therefore the Lord does not take pleasure in their young men, nor does he have pity on their orphans or their widows. For every one of them is godless and an evildoer, and every mouth is speaking foolishness. In spite of this, his anger does not turn away, and his hand is still stretched out. For wickedness burns like a fire, it consumes briars and thorns. It even sets the thickets of the forest aflame, and they roll up in a column of smoke. 
By the fury of the Yahweh of hosts, the land is burned up, and the people are like fuel for the fire. No man spares his brother. They slice off what is on the right hand, and they are still hungry. And they eat what is on the left hand, but they are not satisfied. Each of them eats the flesh of his own arm. Manasseh devours Ephraim, and Ephraim Manasseh. And together they are against Judah. In spite of all of this, his anger does not turn away, and his hand is still outstretched. It's an interesting, <clears throat> interesting passage. Uh, all in all, it's, I think this is uh, through and through can be tied to the life of the Messiah. I mean, in the first century, in, in the scripture, who was chided the most? The Pharisees, the, the elders and the leaders. Uh, and uh, Jesus warned against false prophets. And the early church dealt a lot with uh, false prophets. Um, so, a lot of interesting detail. A lot of interesting detail. El Gabor, Aviad. <clears throat> We read over that passage, that uh, prophecy, extensively in the early days of this program, uh, Christmas program. I believe it's literally called... Uh, oh, let me look it up. Can you believe that uh, this is episode, uh, what, 130... 139? I think? Um... Wow, <laughs> and uh, it's almost uh, a year. It's we're coming up on, uh, yeah. <clears throat> ah, I believe the episode would be "What Child Is This?" Either "What Child Is This?" or "It's Christmas, Theophilus." Um, the first two proper ones. Uh, thesis of most excellent Theophilus doesn't doesn't count for the counting. Uh, anyway, that's that's enough um, re reminiscing. Uh, uh, verse 17. <clears throat> From that time began Jesus to proclaim and to say, Repent! Uh, ha for has drawn near the kingdom of the heavens, metanoiete, engiken gar he basilea ton orenon. Repent, for has drawn near the kingdom of the heavens. Uh, repent, repent from what? This is this is the problem with anti-lordship people. What are we called to metanoia from? Yeah, disbelief in God is sin. So you're repenting of sin. <laughs> no matter how you slice it, we're called to repent of sin. It's just that yeah, anti-lordship thinks the only sin we're repenting of is uh, disbelief in God. Uh, normally because they have a theory of the reconciliation that's basically made it to where the only sin uh, that's against us is <clears throat> that sin of unbelief. Um... When, no, the wicked should not inherit the kingdom. Neither fornicators, idolaters, adulterers, submissive, dominant homosexual offenders, uh, slanderers, swindlers, etc., etc., uh, will inherit the kingdom of God. Not just those who disbelieve. 
Verse 18, walking now beside the sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, uh, the one called Peter, and Andrew, the brother of him, casting a net unto the sea. For they were fishermen. And he says to them, Come, uh, come follow after me, and I will make you fishers of men. And immediately... Having left the nets, they followed him. And having gone from there, he saw others, two brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, um, and John, the brother of him. Um, yeah, the brother of him. In the boat with Zebedee, the father of them. Mending the nets of them. Of them, yeah. And he called to them. And immediately they... Uh, sorry, and immediately, having left the boat and the father of them, they followed him. And he was going throughout all Galilee, teaching in the synagogues of them, and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every disease and every sickness among the people, and went out the news of him to all of Syria. Uh, and they brought him, and they brought to him all the sick, having various diseases and pains, oppressing, uh, yeah, and oppressing pains, and being possessed by demons, and having epileptics, and being epileptics, and paralytics, and he healed them, and followed him, and, and the great crowds followed him from Galilee, um, and the uh, Decapolis, and Jerusalem, and Judea, uh, and beyond the Jordan. That's the end of the chapter. <laughs> chapter 5, And having seen the crowds, uh, he went up onto the mountain, and having sat down, uh, and him having sat down, he came, uh, came to him the disciples of him, and opening the mouth of him, he was teaching them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Well, it's actually the kingdom of the heavens. Blessed are, the, are those mourning, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart. For they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the sons of God. Blessed are those having been persecuted on account of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you and persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil against you, lying on account of Christ. Sorry? <laughs> Force of habit. On account of me. Jesus speaking. Emu. Me. Rejoice and exult or be glad. For great, for the reward of you is great in the heavens. For thus they persecuted the prophets before you. You are salt. You are the salt of the earth. If, however, the salt becomes tasteless, with what will it be salted? For nothing is potent any longer 
if not having been cast out, uh, to be trampled on by men. You are the light of the world. Not as able a city to be hidden on a hill, uh, on, a, on a hill that's lying upon. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, uh, but on the lampstand. And it shines for all those in the house. Thus let shine the light of you before men, so that they may see your good works, and they should glorify the Father of you uh, in the heavens. Think not that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. Catalisai tan nomon e taus prophetes. Catalisai. From kata and luo, to loosen down, in other words, to demolish, especially to halt for the night. So he's not come to abolish, but notice what he says here. The law nor the prophets. Torah observance love this passage. The thing is, he's not just referring, clearly he's not just referring to um, the 613. He's referring to the Torah. He's referring to the encompassed law, the book of Moses, the Pentateuch. Because he, he categorizes the law and the prophets, which are, by the way, the bookends of the Hebrew canon. Um, the writings are in between. Uh, wait, no? The Protestant canon. Because uh, Tanakh. Right. Sorry, I was overthinking. I was not thinking clearly. <laughs> uh, of course, that's the question of who ordered the canon first, or which order of the canon is right or matters. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, those are categories of writing. The Tanakh, Torah, uh, Nevi'im, Ketuvim. Um, writing, uh, the law, the prophets, and the writings. Reading on 17, because we'll see. We'll see. Not have I come to abolish, but a la pleurose to fulfill from pleures, to make replete to cram, to level up, to furnish, to satisfy, execute, finish, verify. So he's come not to get rid of the Old Testament. He's come not to get rid of the law nor the prophets. He's come to fulfill them, to make their purpose complete. And the point of it, ultimately, and this is why Matthew is full of Old Testament references, is because the law and the prophets speak of Christ. They speak of Messiah. That's why he's not hes not throwing them away. He's not establishing uh, something divorced. Andy Stanley. Andy Stanley. He's not divorcing the Old Testament. He's showing it's fulfilled. He's fulfilling it. <clears throat> Verse 18. For truly I say to you, 
until the heavens and the earth, until the heaven and the earth pass away. Um, not one iota, nor one stroke of a letter, shall not, uh, yeah, shall not one of these shall pass from the law. Until everything should happen. Whoever, if then, will break one of the commandments of these, uh, the least shall be the least. Oh, sorry, of these is the least, and shall teach so. Wow, okay. Okay, 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 okay. Let's look at the NASB translation for a, a headache negating second. Uh, do not think I. Uh, for truly I say to you, until. Whoever then annuls one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever keeps and teaches them shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. Shall be called great in the kingdom of the heavens. Uh, whoever, yeah. For I say to you uh, that, that if not... That if, woof, that if your righteousness does not abound above, uh, above that of the scribes and the Pharisees, you shall not enter the kingdom of heaven. Something interesting there, looking at the Greek, it's whoever shall break one of these commandments and teach them to do, and teach others to do otherwise. Um... I mean, yeah, the God's moral law stays the same. If you break one of the commandments, you're, you know, you're in sin. And if you teach others to do likewise. Uh, but the 613 are not restated in the New Testament. They're not doable in the new system. We don't have the temple. We don't have the sacrifices. We can't do most of it because a lot of it's sacrifice-related. Um, you simply don't have the early church thinking that we should stone uh, people who deserve the death penalty. Um, the way I have understood this is it seems like when he's talking about these commandments, he's then directly flowing into what he's about to say as the commandments he's referring to. That's what it tends to sound like. Because <clears throat> right after this, he says, You have heard that it was said to the ancients, Not shall you murder. Now, whoever shall murder is liable to the judgment. Uh, will be liable to judgment. However, I say to you that everyone being angry with the brother of him shall be liable to the judgment. However, now, uh, whoever now shall say to the brother of him, Racha, uh, Racha, which means empty, foolish of Chaldean origin, the empty one, uh, or, oh, um, o empty one, i.e. thou worthless, um, will be liable to the Sanhedrin. So if you call your brother <laughs> worthless, you're liable to the Sanhedrin. Now, however, shall say to him, the fool uh, shall be liable to the fires of hell. Um, if therefore you shall off... Um, so in other words... Don't, uh, don't despise your brother. That's sinful. Uh, he's taking the outward 
and he's making it inward. Outward, don't murder. The inward, don't even, don't even think your brother's worthless. Okay? Don't. Um, 23. If therefore you shall offer uh, the gift of you at the altar, um, and there shall remember, sorry, this would have helped with my explanation, and shall remember that the brother of you has something against you, see there's the antimosity, leave the gift there, leave the gift of you before the altar, and go away. First be reconciled to the brother of you. And then, having come, offer your gift. Um, so that's practical. That is practical application. That's not spiritual. Right? Okay. It has spiritual ramifications for your spiritual life. Uh, but it in and of itself is just literal physical action. Uh, Catholics will, however, disagree that that same context carries over into this next verse. Verse 25, be agreeing with the accuser of you quickly. Uh, while which you are still with him. Uh, on the way. Yeah, on the way. Lest ever uh, you deliver. Wait, what? Wait, lest ever you deliver the accuser to the judge. Must ever you make friends quickly with your opponent at uh, whoop. your opponent at law while you're with him on the way, so that your opponent may not hand you over to the judge. Not ever you deliver. Oh, okay. It's it's the weird grammar. So that not will you be delivered to the accuser, uh, to the judge, uh, by the accuser, to the judge, and the judge to the officer, and into the prison you shall be cast. Truly I say to you, no, not shall you come out from there until you should pay the last quadrantum, the last penny. Um, Catholics will turn these last two verses into purgatory, uh, which doesn't make sense. Uh, who is your accuser? Is it, is it Moses? How do I how do I make peace with my accuser? Taking me to the law court of God. Is God the judge? Who's who's he then handing over to be thrown into hell? Into the prison. Um, and it's it just it doesn't it doesn't work from this text because contextually, uh, it it's just it's literal. God's Christ is just giving advice here. It's like hey. People taking you, suing you, civil court. Make peace with them. Otherwise, they're going to hand you over to the judge. And the judge may hand you over to the officer, the officer into prison. And you're not getting out of there until you've repaid your due. Repaid your fine. Um, it's there's, there's too many problems with the concept of purgatory. Um, but, yeah. Adultery. 27, you have heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. However, I say to you, that everyone looking upon a woman in order to lust after her, or has already committed adultery with her in his heart. And again, there's that, that outward thing from the old covenant now being made inward. It's, it's throughout, it's all the laws. They were, out, they were exterior ministrations to point 
the true believer to chasten them to the reality that God is demanding of us, that there's an inward change. Um, you know, circumcision to circumcision of the heart. Murder to don't even hate your brother. Um, don't commit adultery to don't even, don't even lustfully look at another person. Um, because out of the heart, these are matters of the heart, hatred, lust, um, actually having your heart changed for God. These are out of the heart flow uh, flows the wickedness. Uh, 29. If now the eye of you, uh, if now your right eye causes you to stumble, uh, pluck it out and cast it from you, for it's better for you, uh, in order that you should perish, should perish one of your members, and not all of your body should be cast into hell. Um, hell, this is, ah, this is Gehenna. Yeah, this is referring to Gehenna, hell. Um, I don't care if it's toll free, stop calling me. Anyways, that's a song I wrote forever ago. Um, sorry, back to the passage. Um, the hell. And if the right hand of you causes you to stumble, uh, cut it off and cast it from you, for it is better indeed uh, in order that you should perish one of the members of you, not all of the body of you, uh, into Gehenna should depart. It was said also, whoever shall divorce the wife of him, let him give her a letter of divorce. I, however, tell you that everyone, I, however, say to you that everyone divorcing the wife of him, except on account of sexual immorality, causes her to commit adultery. Uh, and if whoever, um, who having, if however the one divorced her shall marry, uh, he, he commits adultery. Um, it's really powerful. <laughs> Marriage, it's a sacred thing. Uh, vows, again you have heard it said, that it was said to the ancients, not shall you swear falsely. Uh, now you shall keep to the Lord the oaths of you. I, however, say to you, not to swear at all, neither by the heaven, because it is the throne of God, nor by the earth, for it is the footstool of his feet, nor by Jerusalem, because, this, because it is the city of the great king, Neither by the head of you shall you swear, because you are not able to make even one hair white, nor black. Let it be, however, the statement of you, yes, yes, and no, no. Um, however, the more often, however, more than these, um, from evil comes. Yeah, however, the, yeah, for what's more than that comes from evil. Uh, in other words, let your yes be a yes and your no be a no. Don't, don't do oaths. 
Don't do oaths. Just let your yes be a yes and your no be a no. Uh, 38. You have heard that it was said, eye for eye, tooth for tooth. I, however, say to you, not to resist the evil person. Instead, however, uh, whoever... Whoever... Whoever shall strike you on the right cheek, turn to him also the other. And the one willing you to sue, uh, sorry, and the one willing uh, to sue you and the tunic, uh, for your tunic uh, to take it, uh, yield to him also the cloak. And whoever shall compel you to go one mile, go with him too. To the one asking of you, give, and the one desiring from you, to borrow, shall not turn away. In other words, be generous. Don't seek vengeance. Um, you have heard that it was said to you, 43, you shall love the neighbor of you and shall hate the enemy of you. I, however, say to you, love the enemies of you and pray for those persecuting you. Bless those cursing you. And do good to those. Uh, do good to those persecuting you. And hating you. So that you might be sons of the father of you. Who is in the heavens. For the son of him. Uh, he makes rise on evil and good. And he sends rains on the righteous and the unrighteous. For if you love those loving you, what reward do you have? Do not also the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet the brothers of you only, what extraordinary thing do you do? Do not also the Gentiles do the same? Therefore, you shall be perfect, as the father of you, who is heavenly, is perfect. I personally am going to take a brief break, and then we're going to press through the next two chapters to finish up uh, this dialogue of Jesus. Alrighty. <clears throat> Matthew 6. Beware now the righteousness of you. Um, that you do not do it before men, um, in order to be seen by them. Now, if otherwise, now if other, now if otherwise, um, if now otherwise, uh, you do not have a word with the Father of you, who is in the heavens. To, um, therefore, when you do acts of charity, um, not do sound a trumpet before you, <laughs> as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, so that they may have glory from men. Truly, I say to you, they have the, their reward. You, however, doing charity... Uh, not let know the left hand of you what the right hand is doing, 
so that your giving may be in secret. And the father of you, the one seeing in secret, will reward you. Five, and when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites. Uh, for they love in the synagogues and on the corners of the street to pray standing, so that they might be seen by men. Truly, I say to you, they have their reward. You, however, when you pray, shall enter into your room, and having shut the door of you, pray to the Father of you, the one in secret. And the Father of you, the one seeing in secret, will reward you. Praying, now praying, do not use vain repetition. Uh, to chatter, be long-winded, utter empty words, stammer, repeat. From batos and lagos, to stutter, or to prate uh, tediously. Uh, to prat, uh, prattle on tediously. Um, like the pagans. You know, the pagans who would chant things repetitively. Uh, for they think that in the many words, the polylagia, the many words of them, they will be heard. Therefore, not be like them. For God knows... I'm uh, oh, sorry. For God the Father of you wants things... Uh, for the God of you, um, of what things, sorry, not wants things, of what things um, you have need. Uh, the Father of you, of what things need you, uh, you have before you're asking him. Of what things you need. Okay, what's the translation of this? <laughs> Can you be a little confusing at times? Um, uh, four, oh boy, eight, 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 sorry, sorry. Um, for he knows what you need before you ask him. Yeah, yeah, before you're asking him. Um, oh, right, for knows, for God knows, all oh, right. Yeah, for God the Father of you knows of what things you need, have need before you're asking of him. Sorry. Okay. Thus, therefore, pray. Uh, thus, therefore, you pray. Father of us, who is in the heavens, hallowed be thy name. Uh, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Um, oh, on earth is not. Oh, it's in heaven also upon the earth. Um, the bread of us, uh, today grant us today. The bread of us daily grant us today. And forgive the debts of us, as we also forgive the debtors of us. And not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil. Uh, for yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory for the ages. Amen. If you forgive men the trespass of them, the Father of you will also forgive you. The Heavenly Father of you will also forgive you. If, however, not you forgive men, 
their trespasses. Neither will the Father forgive you the trespasses of you. <laughs> now, whenever you fast, be not like the hypocrites, gloomy. They just for they disfigure the appearance of them, so that they might appear to men as fasting. Truly, I say to you, they have their reward. You, however, fasting, anoint your head, and on the face of you, wash, so that so that you might not appear to men as fasting. But the Father, but your Father, in secret. Yeah, the Father, and the Father of you, I'm sorry, but to the Father of you, the one in secret. And the Father of you, the one seeing in secret, will reward you. 19. Store up not for yourselves treasures upon the earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. Store up, however, treasures for yourselves in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroy, and where thieves do not break in nor steal. For where the treasure, for where your treasure is, there is also your hearts. I think that really summarizes all of it. These things are treasures. They're things that bring about... Um, was so a sense of piety, healthy piety. And I were to do that in secret, in private. Store up treasures in heaven rather than on the earth. 22. The lamp of the body is the eye. If, therefore, the eye of you is clear, the whole body of you will be full of light. If, however, the eye of you is evil, all the body of you is full of darkness. If then the light that is within you is darkness, how great that darkness. No one is able to serve two masters. For either the one you will hate and the other you will love. Or the one he will be devoted to and the other he will despise. You are not able to serve God and money. Because of this, I say to you, not be do not be anxious about your life. What you should eat or what you should drink or the body of you or what you should put on. Not the life of you. Not the life. Uh, not the life more is than food. Life is not more than food, and the body... Oh, is not the life more than the food, and not the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, that they don't sow, nor do they reap, nor do they gather into barns. And the Father of you, the, the, and the Father of you in the heavens feeds them. Ah. Uh. Aren't, are you not much more valuable than they? Who now... Now who from you, being anxious, is able to add 
to the lifespan of him one hour. In fact, scientifically, worrying, being anxious, takes away from your lifespan. 28. And about clothing, why are you anxious? Observe the lilies of the field, how they grow. Not laboring, nor do they spin. I say, however, to you, that not even Solomon in all the glory of him was adorned like one of these. <sighs> if, however, the grass of the field, being here today, and tomorrow in, is thrown into the furnace, God thus clothes. Will he not much more of you? Oh, little of faith. Therefore, be not anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For all these things the Gentiles seek after. For the Father of you know, for the Heavenly Father of you knows that you have need of them all. Seek, however, first the kingdom of God and the righteousness of Him. And these things will be added to you. Therefore, be not anxious about things of tomorrow. For the tomorrow will be anxious about itself. Sufficient to the day is its trouble. Don't worry. Be happy now. Sorry. Do not judge. In order that you shall not be judged. Boom, favorite verse of every soft evangelical. Let's read the next few verses. You know, let's not just leave it there. You know, let's let's pro practice proper biblical exegesis. <clears throat> with what for with whatever verdict you judge, he will be judged, and with whatever measure you measure, it will be judged. It will be measured again to you. Now, why do you look at the splinter that is in the eye of your brother? And and the beam in your own eye, you do not notice? Or how will you say to the brother of you, Permit that I might cast out the splinter from your eye. And behold, the beam is in, your, is in the eye of you. Hypocrite! Don't tell him about the splinter? No. Cast out first from the eye of you the beam. And then you will see clearly to cast out the splinter from the eye of your brother. So, don't judge? No, do not judge hypocritically. Six. Give not that which is holy to the dogs, nor cast the pearls of you before the swine. Unless they, lest they trample upon them with their feet, and having turned, they tear you to pieces. Seven, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For all the asking receive, and the one seeking finds. The one knocking, it will be opened. 
or which of you is a man who will ask for the son of him bread? For, for which of you, when your son asks for bread, uh, will give him a stone? Or also a fish he will ask for. You will not give him a serpent. Therefore, if you, evil being, if you being evil, know the good gifts to give the children of you, how much more the father of you, who is in the heavens, will give good things to those asking of him? All things, therefore, as many as if you might desire, in order, in order that, uh, in order that men should do to you, so also you do to them. This, for this, is the law, and the prophets. In other words, the golden rule. <laughs> but that's an interesting statement. For this is the law and the prophets. Hmm. That's their point, is all this. Interesting. 13. Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad the way leading to destruction. And many are those entering through it. For small is the gate and compressed is the way leading to life. To life. To life! Universalists please. And few are those finding it. There are few who find the way that leads to life. Fifteen, but beware of false prophets who come to you in clothing of sheep. However, inwardly, they are ravenous wolves. By the fruits of them, you will know. You'll know them. Do they not gather up thorns? Does one gather thorns from grapes? Or from thistles, figs? So every good tree, good fruit, is produced. But the bad tree produce bad fruit. Not as able, a good tree, uh, to produce bad fruit, nor a bad tree to produce good fruit. Every tree not producing good fruit is cut down, and into the fire is thrown. Then surely by this the fruits of them you will know them. And not everyone saying to me, Gurie, Gurie, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven. But the one doing the will of the father of me, the Theleme to Patrosmo, who is in the heavens. Many will say to me in that day, Gurie, Gurie, Lord, Lord, in your, not in, in your name do we not prophesy, and in your name do we not cast out demons, and in your name do we not perform many miracles, and I will declare to them, Udepote egnon hemos apokorete ap emo hoi urgamazoi ten enomian. Never 
did I know you. I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of iniquity, of lawlessness. Are these people saved at one point? No, he says, I never knew you. Audeport Egnon, Himas. Himas. Never knew I you. Four twenty-four. Therefore, everyone, whoever hears my words, whoever hears my words of these and does them, will be like a wise man who built his house upon the rock and came down and came down the rain and came the torrents and blew the winds and beat that house upon and beat upon that house. And it fell not. It had been found for it had been founded upon the rock. And everyone hearing my words of these and not doing them, he will be likened to a man foolish who built the house of him upon the sand and came down the rain and came down the torrents and blew the winds and beat upon that house. And it fell. And the fall of it was great. And it came to pass, when Jesus had finished the words of these, the crowds were astonished at his teaching. For he was teaching them as, as having authority, and not as the scribes of them. And, oh, that's, this is six or seven. And that's seven. Double checking that eight starts a new topic. Yeah, it's enough of a new topic because it's it's going on from there. So there's Jesus giving sort of uh, this is sort of the opening, um, sort of in in the same you know it's 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 he's giving those fundamental values of the new covenant. Um, I don't murder, but you know don't hate your brother. Um, don't commit adultery. Don't look at a woman with lust. Don't do this. Do this. He's taking it. He's making it inward. The outward, the inward. Um, it's really fascinating. It's really good. Uh, be interesting to study how most people understand uh, in 17. Is it 17? When he said, uh, nope, not 17, <laughs> in 12, uh, when he said, uh, in everything, therefore, treat people the same way you want them to treat you, for this is the law and the prophets. Hmm. Interesting. So, see, that's how he's fulfilled. He didn't take away the law. He came to make its intention full. And its intention is to change hearts, to make us, declare us dead to sin, so that God may make us alive in Christ. Uh, alrighty. Gonna have to rename the last segment because I labeled it the wrong thing. Um, and then to benediction. I don't think I have any questions today. I'll double check though. Okay, correction. We do have one question. From the Q&A. Um, Idiot Sandwich the Third asks, Do you lift? Because I was 
showing off my uh, my biceps at the start of the video to make a joke about guns. Um, I lift boards every day at work. They're pretty heavy. I'm uh, actually working on... Oh, this is a great opportunity to talk about it. Um, I'm actually starting... Uh, I'm trying to tone my stomach because my stomach's a little pudgy. <laughs> I have a real high metabolism, so I'm not fat, but it is kind of pudge. I don't like it. Uh, so I am uh, nightly. I am doing as many sort of crunch type things as I can um, to try to lean up my gut. Um, it's, uh, it's enough insight into that part of my life. Um, I'm going to check Discord real quick. I don't think there's anything in there, but due diligence, due diligence. Of course, due, saying due diligence means I'm going to also have to check <clears throat> Nope. Yep, nope. Nope, nope, nope. Nothing in there. Okay. Instagram? A white woman's Instagram? No. Um. Yeah, it doesn't look like I've been direct messaged. Anyways. Alrighty. Uh, this is short enough. I'll just do the benediction. Oh, I have my NIV right here because I had to cross-reference. That's lovely. I can actually read it from the good, good source. <clears throat> from the good wordy. Even though we read the Beatitudes just a bit ago. <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, you've already heard the context today of what who Jesus was speaking to. Uh, 3 through 12, Matthew 5. <clears throat> Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called the sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of Christ. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who are before you. Go in the ever-abiding, protecting, sovereign love of our Lord and Savior. The above all things God, forever praised. Amen.